0: This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast.
2: This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies,
0: and you're listening to ZombieCast.
2: This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. No. Hi. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you
0: Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me.
2: And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 328, where I'm Sean. And I'm Ted. And thank you, Dummies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, click the Discord link, enter the chat. All Games is a great network from the guys of G4TV. So you know, if you guys just want to tech out the show, all those old school shows, you know what? That's what all games radio is all about. If you want to hear Slide, but cannot join Slide, and all new car stereos, Amazon, Alexa, Google Homes, all gaming devices, any tech, handheld device, everywhere on the TuneIn app. Brand new cars, TuneIn apps are already built in, guys. Add all games radio, and you can hear Slide no matter where you're at in the world. And we do want to thank the Zomb Research Society.com. This is the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And you can go over there and browse all those news articles. And Zombie is over there on the front page and podcast form. That you can listen to us over there. And we do want to thank the late great Jormaro, uh, Zambathon, Matt Moak, and Cameron over there. And we uh we want to thank those guys for having us as the one and only official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And while you're on those social medias, go to Facebook and Twitter, like and follow Zombie cash World as we love mingling with you zombies all week. So Ted, how are you doing, man? No Matt this week. <laughs> it's just me and you kinda of hanging out, man.
1: I'm doing just fine. Matt uh drove Four hours to pick up his lady love or something, but he's not here. But we're here,
2: and I'm yes. happy to be here. Yeah, man, we have a super guest this week, and I'm gonna jump right into it. Sometimes uh, we just have
1: guests, guests,
2: guests, yes, man. And this is we more have of a, a guest, super it's more guest. of a friend, a super guest. And you know what, whether it's talking zombies or horror in general. Uh, somebody who's actually affiliated a little bit with uh, even Black Summer, which has come out on Netflix, and also the man over at Shudder, Mr. Craig Engler. Dude, welcome back to ZombieCast. Craig, how are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me again.
2: Yeah, man. You know, it's uh, boy, you have been going through some changes, and, and you know what, man? <laughs> I want to tell you, congratulations, man. You oh, got yes. hair on the
1: chest, armpit hair. It's all coming in.
0: Thanks. Yeah, it's going through the, those long-awaited changes. I'm excited to grow as a person
2: and human. Yeah, man, it is. You know, and uh, yeah, you've been on here before. You know, the co-creator of Z Nation, man. And I just want to say congrats on uh, Z Nation kind of transforming into the new Netflix series over there with Black Summer, man. Congratulations. I, I don't know how that came apart, but Netflix is blowing up with stuff, man. And and super congrats. On Black Summer, uh, you know, kind of, you, you were kind of the birth of all that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Black Summer is interesting. I, I helped sell the concept of a show called Black Summer to Netflix, but then I stepped away right. to take the job at Shutter. So um, the creators, uh, John Hyams and Carl Schaefer, uh, kind of took it into their own direction. So I'm, I'm super excited for their success and glad uh, everybody is checking it out. Although, I have to say, I can take no creative uh, uh, credit for the current version of Black Summer because they sort of reinvented yeah. the show and, and came up with something new.
2: Yeah, man. But, but, but you know, I, I just, you know, it, it's a part of you, period. <clears throat> uh, sure, you yeah. Know, and, you know, and, and you guys are really, really awesome. And, and, you know what? Z Nation was so good to zombie cast all the time. You would always come on at the beginning of your guys' seasons and, and kind of let us celebrate with you the new season of Z nation coming out. And uh, you know what, you know, you know, when you talk to the guys over there, at black summer, be sure to tell them that they have transformed me, a slow zombie guy into the fastest <laughs> zombie guy, man, because they, you know, they've ah, nice. been over there. Yeah. You know, b- because you know, the way that they done black summer, well, it was like, you know, one zombie is really a problem for 10 guys. You know, it's, you just, you just, they're, they're, they're you know, I think it's more realistic than anything, but uh, be sure to be sure to tell all those guys over there, man, that uh, super super good job, you know, from here at ZombieCast. But you but you're the new man over at Shutter, and and, and for anybody that don't, that don't know what Shutter is, you know, Ted preaches you guys every week. <laughs> Ted, join us. Yeah, awesome. got, got Thank funny, you, Ted.
1: I got a funny story. You probably see me preaching you on Shutter because uh, you've replied some of my stuff. I swear this is the funniest thing. Like. I'm a massive Shudder fan. I'm a massive Joe Bob Briggs fan. I've been watching – every Saturday when I was a kid, I was a total dork, and I was in my bedroom watching Monster Vision, and I was so excited when I heard he was coming back, You know, and I I got Shudder because of him. Oh, that's awesome. And and what was funny is I knew you were the guy that ran Shudder, was a guy named Craig Engler, but my mind did not connect that you were the same guy that had come on my podcast five times. My brain just didn't connect it. And I was always like talking to you on shutter. And then suddenly Sean was like, Sean said something about Craig Engler and Z nation. I was like, Craig Engler, that's the guy that runs shutter. He's like, yeah, that's the guy. I was like, what the,
2: what the fuck?
1: The same dude? <laughs> my mind is, it is. I had like this moment of like, what the hell? But, uh, yeah, I, I love shutter and they'll tell you, I've, I've been on here a lot, just preaching shutter. And, and, uh, I say, Joe, Bob, uh, Probably more than uh, most people could stand. I say it quite a lot, but uh, you
0: know that's awesome. Well, Joe Bob is great. Uh, I, we we do the show live right now. We're in the uh, halfway through the first season, where we now, what, unlike my first season, unlike, my first season. You yeah. mean there will be more seasons? Uh, we haven't announced anything, uh, okay. but I would you know <laughs> we're, we're we're pretty happy with Joe Bob. But okay. uh, we do something really unusual for uh, an S pod service like like Netflix or. Uh, Amazon Prime and that we actually run Joe Bob live so that everybody can talk about it at the same time. Because for those people who know who Joe Bob is, you know you want to talk about it. For those people who don't know who Joe Bob is, you always want to talk about what he's talking about. It's like watching a movie, a horror movie, with your best friend. Yeah. And um, we trend on Twitter. It's hilarious. Yeah. We trend on Twitter every Friday night. And my favorite thing in the world is that we got (laughs) some of the movies to trend, like Madman and Wolf uh, cop demon wind. yeah wolf cop i think these are the only time in history that demon wind and wolf cop will trend on twitter and, it's and, they're, awesome. beating,
1: and they're beating like big topics like tiger woods will be number three yeah. and wolf cop will be number two it's, like, can i ask you a question like you i don't know sure. if, what kind of secrecy you have is that is that show pre-taped or are we watching something that's actually happening live
0: i cannot confirm or deny anything because it's it, oh, no one man.
1: will say. You know, I talk to Darcy, the mail girl, a lot on Twitter. Sure, Darcy's yeah, great. Yeah, and she will. She's she's real slippery about letting you know what what's what. But then there, you get some hints every now and then of what's happening. But it's there's like a whole debate. Like, is this live? I don't know. But uh, we I keep like
0: everybody pretend. guessing, and we don't reveal the titles that you're going to see. Yeah, until you actually. I mean, it's so much fun to uh, every week see everybody guess what they think it will be because Joe Bob gives out hints. And then when he announces the title, it's amazing just to see like everybody online going, Oh my God, I can't believe he's doing, you know, whatever the movie is. They're, they're so always, there's always, there's
1: always some people like, what the, there's, there's like three groups of people. Some people are super excited. Some people have never heard of the movie and some people are like, what the, why is he showing this?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: And I, and Usually I, though, had, my favorite all is three when reactions.
0: people, yeah, my, my favorite is when people are like, oh, I've been dying to see this movie this is great because I'm like you will never see it in a better way than MetroBot. <laughs> because he's right. so smart and so funny about these movies he's just he's just a genius
2: well, he,
1: what, what, let me I say like a point real quick Sean, and I'll, I'll say see as far as me like and, and I'm gonna be honest about like some there's been a couple movies you, you've shown because you know but I, I know the shows for everybody I've been like oh not this movie ah but there's been a lot of them i'm like hell yeah and then there's been ones that i've never even heard of and i watched like castle freak i've never seen it it and i loved that never saw castle freak i never saw castle freak i loved it and then like uh like wolf cop i'd seen wolf cop and i was a little like oh come on wolf cop but but i am the biggest house of the devil fan I love that movie. I love Henry Portrait of Serial Killer, The Changeling. Oh, yeah. So I kind of like these slower movies. Oh, and, you're, and like,
0: you're very highbrow. I, like I, I, I am. I am. Like I those love are those movies. And I was on the
1: Dude. Facebook, and people were saying House of the Devil is boring, and I was like, you shut your goddamn mouth.
0: <laughs> it's not boring. It's tense. And I think yeah. sometimes people, like like the. Um, we were just talking about this to the office, the opening 10 minutes of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Where he's just driving around are some of the tensest moments ever, and that is our old friend Michael Rooker from The Walking Dead. Yep. Who is the nice. Who is Henry?
2: Now, 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 Craig. Every week, Ted comes on, and and every week, I, I tell you, Ted comes on, and he's like, you know what? Every Friday night, the exact words that come out of your mouth, Mister Engler. He said, you know what? It, you know the trends every week. What, well, but. What, what do you say, Joe Bob Briggs? What is Joe Bob Briggs to the? To, yeah, w- w- so we can sell some shutter to our <laughs> listeners. What? 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 Yeah. But, 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 because I, I thought maybe this was like a rea- like a like a horror series, but is it like Mystery Science Theater or something? <laughs>
0: so Joe Bob is a horror host, and he used um, to be on a show called Monster Vision, Monster Vision on TNT, and he was also before that on the Movie Channel, and w- in days when you had commercials. Uh, he would basically bring you into and out of the movie from the com- during the commercial break. So he'd say, "This is the movie you're watching," and he is a scholar for horror films, but also super entertaining. So he'll tell you fascinating things about the movie. You know where it was filmed, what that person was doing. You know, my favorite thing was during uh, Henry Portrait of the Serial Killer. They're buying a TV from a sketchy dude, and you're thinking, "Wow, that dude is a great character actor. He really makes you, you know, think he's like." a criminal. And then Joe Bob comes on and says, well, that was actually a felon who went to prison. And you're like, Oh, I knew it. You know, he tells you all those great things. Now we don't have commercials cause we're shutters, So we're like Netflix, right? You pay yeah. um, a monthly subscription, a very low monthly subscription. Uh, and then, you know, you get the movies with no commercials. We interrupt the movies, not cause we have to, but because it's fun. Every once in a while, Joe Bob will break in and tell you what's going on in the movie. He'll recap it. Um, and we have crazy movies like Demon Wind, which a movie which honestly makes no sense, but is super fun to watch. And he'll kind of, you know, break in and be like, well, that didn't make any sense, but it was, <laughs> you know, it was amazing. And here's what happened, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, or he'll take on very serious movies like The Changeling with George C. Scott or House of the Devil that Ty West directed or Henry Porter of a serial killer. Um, right. And then he also has guests. So he'll have, you know, the director, he'll have some actors uh, from that's the awesome. Yeah. So, and you know, the way I describe Joe Bob is that if you like a movie and you watch it with Joe Bob, um, you'll like it even more. And if you've never heard of the movie before, he will make you want to watch it. I mean, he makes movies better. He literally, it's like, after you watch the movie, you will feel like you appreciate the movie, not that you've just watched it, but you've really had a good time too. Cause he's pretty funny.
1: Right, right. Fun, yeah, I'll tell you what I appreciate it too. is being a big Monster Vision fan, it's how accurately I know it's 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 a different show, different name, but it's come on, it's basically the same show. It's the, show. Same, it's the it's same, same, same show, show. yeah. <laughs> I love how y'all y'all just like almost spot for spot recreated the old sets and everything from Monster Vision, like the him sitting out by the campfire. Because like like I was a total dork when I was a teenager. I'd never went out. I after I could have, but yeah, you know, I just like to go home and sit. You know, draw and and listen to music and be by myself. And Joe Bob was literally a part of like almost every Saturday night. Like at midnight, he'd say, "He's like they'd say, coming up next, to Monster Vision." Joe Bob Briggs watches. and I would be so excited. And it was it was it was a big part of my my you know my teenage years. So when he was coming back, I was like, "That was the day I said I'm getting Shutter."
0: Hmm. We like, uh, we oh, had Bob- someone um, tweet us that he said his father watched Joe Bob on the movie channel, uh, then he watched. Right. With his father on Monster Vision, and now he and his father watch with his son on (laughs) Shudder, which I think is amazing. Now, in 20 uh, 20
1: more years, when Joe Bob is 85 and he has uh, the the last, last drive in, the great grandson.
0: Yes. Now, for uh, people who who don't know what Shudder is, Shudder has more than Joe Bob. We have uh, movies, we have classic horror movies, we have original and exclusive movies that you can't see anywhere else, and we have series. The most, uh, the biggest one coming up is we are doing Creep Show as a TV uh, series, and mm-hmm. Greg Nicotero from The Walking Dead is the showrunner and the creative force behind Creep Show, and it is going to be amazing,
2: dude! Mm-hmm. I cannot believe we have you on here talking about this, Craig, because Creep Show, you know, we, we've gone through Creep Show like the original so many times. You are know, like my my favorite horror piece in history is like the crate. And like 10 has, you know, like so like Father's Day or this. It's and like the my other. top five. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah.
1: Creepshow is not and, just like my favorite in my favorite horror movies. It's just one of my favorite movies. Period.
2: Yeah. Creepshow
0: creep was amazing.
2: And, and I saw on Greg's feed, uh, I I can't think. Not the Crypt Keeper, but, but the the guy. The, the creep. Skeleton, he's, he's called the creep. That's, yeah, that's called thing. the creep. Yeah, the the creep. creep. But 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 how good he looks uh, and, oh, and all yeah. that. And, and I saw a lot of people, you know. Have been asking him on there. They're like, you know, the original was a real skeleton. Is this a real skeleton? And and just people being hype overall about one creep show, two Great Nicotero, and three Shudder. Because you know, a couple years ago, we, we kind of partnered up with Eli Roth, which is on your network. Sure, now. yeah,
0: and Eli he, Roth's he, History of
2: Horror, right? And 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 Eli Roth and Zombie Cast and and a couple other people were were trying to get this. I think it was Fear the Crypt, uh. It was almost like a, an online horror network, almost like what Shutter has become. Oh, sure, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and, and I'm I don't think it really went anywhere. It, got, it, it did good, but but you guys, I, I think, have nailed perfectly the high, the horror iconic thing that people would want because you've been on before. We talk zombies, and we asked like your definition of a zombie, and and, and I'm sure you remember all those quirky questions we asked you. But you have the whole horror genre. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so so you guys have everything. It, let me ask you, Craig, it, even though you you were the co-creator of Z Nation, we know you're a zombie guy, but is zombies your favorite? Have, have you faded away from zombies now that you're a part of Shudder? Is, is there something that's conquering zombies or is zombies still still your thing or is it vampires or
0: what? You know, I like honest. Whole, first of all, I will I will always have a love for zombies because uh george romero night of the living dead probably is the movie that got me most interested in horror right Uh, it is certainly the one i remember the most and i happen to love the um the storytelling that grows out of zombies because they're so they're so uh malleable you know they can be different things whereas you know vampires tend to be yeah yeah, you know you know one thing or the other you know like kind of one thing unless you're twilight or whatever Um, you know, werewolves tend to be very specific, you know, whereas I think zombies kind of are, are kind of role players. Uh, but I like the whole horror genre. I'm also a big Lovecraft fan. I'm always waiting for like a good Lovecraft movie. You know, there hasn't yeah. been one in a while. You know, I was disappointed that Guillermo del Toro isn't going to be able to make uh, At the Mountains of Madness. Uh, it'd be great if he could if he could do that. Um, yeah. You know, but I like I like the whole the whole genre, too. Like I like the crazy stuff like uh and Demon win, which are the ones that, you know, Joe Bob was showing. Um, and then I love, you know, the serious ones like The Changeling and, and uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Everything devil. in yep. between. House yep. of the Devil. Yeah. Dude,
2: that, that's where that you mentioned that a uh, free comic book day was this past Saturday. And I took my kids to free comic book day and, and they were passing out these uh, door prize tickets. And and I, you know, they, they called out my number, Craig. And, and And what I won was this huge. It was probably. A three hundred page book, but it was H the artwork of H. P. Lovecraft's visionaries. So I guess you know things that he had wrote about about leaving the body and and, and all the stuff that H. P. Lovecraft was about was is in this book. And it's weird you you were just talking about Lovecraft and I won that book this week also. That's uh <laughs> yeah
0: that's cool. By neat. the way, can I, I I have to tell you two quick things about Creep Show real quick before we move yeah. on, because I wanted to say. We've about it all day. <laughs> Creepshow was, Greg did not work on Creepshow, but it was the first movie set he was ever on. So he visited the set of Creepshow. Wow. And you were talking about the crate. Greg owns the crate, and it's in his house. So I just want to say that Greg really? Macero, his DNA uh, is, is as a horror guy uh, is in part from the original Creepshow, which is why it makes it so great to have him yeah. back and working on it. Um, and you know, right. you probably saw that we announced Adrian Barbeau is going to be on it. She was in the, the crate uh, episode. So she's going to be in a new, um, segment that we're doing. So we brought back yeah. some of the originals. So, um, when you talk about creep show and I believe we're going to try to bring the creep, the skeleton, the uh, uh, down to San Diego comic-con. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're going to try. So if you're at San Diego comic-con and you want to get like your photo with the creep, go by the shutter booth.
2: Yeah. Well, well, you know, you know, Mad props to the Twilight Zone, and, and I'm happy for that series. But you guys got Creepshow and Greg and the Katera working on it. Yeah. Dude, that's silk. Straight silk, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> but but one thing I want to tell you, Craig, th- this is something yeah. that, that I feel like is something that's forgotten. George Romero, the king of zombies, carried one of his last interviews ever alive, was here on the zombie cast. Oh, Amazing. Right. And it was through the Zombie Research Society and they and, and we broadcast this interview. And in this interview, he talks about these lost reels. And, and and this is something that you should know that if you ever see Greg, you should be like, Hey, go look up Zombiecast, listen to this episode, and it's George Murray himself talking about it. But he passed these reels off to Martin Scorsese. So he said that Martin Scorsese was looking to do something with somebody with the, these reels from the original Night of the Living Dead. So if Shudder got rolling with Martin Scorsese... I'm, I'm just letting you know, this is... A, sure, yeah. said, you know, Romero said, John, hey... John's trying to hook you up with Martin Scorsese. But, uh, but, but I'm saying, we'll Martin Scorsese... will do it. Has, Martin Scorsese has these reels. And George Romero's like, you know, Martin Scorsese was excited about it, but doing something. But is, is it something that's been lost and forgotten? Now, Shudder is something that can make something happen with that. I'm just... Pass on the info. And uh, actually, I think if you go to zomresearchsociety.com and just type in George Romero, which he was on the panel over there. He, he was a part of the team. Uh, th- there was an actual written article and a link to our show over there. But 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 I always think about that. I'm like, you know, does, did anybody hear George, do that? Because, you know, like Dread Central and a few people pimp that show, whoever it was, Ted, that you got to uh, pimp the show that week. And it was, it was uh, still one of our biggest downloaded episodes to date. But uh, but yeah, Martin Scorsese, you know, and, and you know, Greg Neterra's got power and way, his love for George and the way that you guys love George Romero. Maybe I'll see what I can find out. what what, what if one day, Tad, th- this, <laughs> this this is the this is the ball that got rolling. And, and I told my wife today, I was like, you know what, I I'm gonna say something about what George Romero said here on Zombiecast. Oh, uh, you, you should, know, yeah. We, uh, That's how I we, mean, really we hear world.
0: we hear rumors and stuff all the time and we try to track it down.
2: And Basically was, what you Sean's know. saying is would you like to have Zombie Cast
1: <laughs> exclusively on show? <Shutter?
2: laughs> <laughs> but 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 that was straight from George's mouth, you know, and, and you know, a, a lot of people listen to Zombie cast, but a lot of people don't listen to Zombie Cast, but Sure, yeah. It was only broadcast on on our show, you know, so uh, how far that went to important ears. I'm relaying it to you now here live on ZombieCast. Right? All right. And, I'll see know, what I can find so, out. And it's not rumor or this, or the other. That, that was George Merrick saying, hey, man, Mars Scorsese's got my what's, reels.
0: What's what's on the reels? Is it the, just the original movie, or is it, is it additional stuff, or is it something that's remember, remastered? Do you
2: remember what all it was, Ted?
1: I know, and, I know it had something to do with him and the other guy that was, like, the co-creator had some argument. Uh, and it had, I think it was, like, the like alternate version. Versions of the movie, or something. It was something crazy like
0: that. Yeah. We looked at it. We've we actually looked at, you know, they, they found, uh, somebody found um, George's. He did a, a sh- like, not a full length feature. I think it's under an hour, but the amusement park. Uh, I was really interested in that, although I think that they just want to restore it um, and not have a go on a service. Um, and then there were a couple scripts. There were a couple last scripts for zombie movies that George had. Not quite been involved in, but sort of, and and we looked at those too, but we haven't found anything that we can actually make yet. Right, and nothing's quite panned out. But we we've chased down a couple, you know, lost Romero projects that we were we were uh, interested in. So I'll see what we can find out about this. I, I'm serious. I, I'm I, totally, I yeah, we'll totally. Yeah, I yeah, will totally we'll go find out.
1: One thing I love about Shutter too, is you do these little events. Like, you know, we all love Halloween. You've been doing a thing called, like, the Halfway to Halloween event. Oh, yeah, Halfway to Halloween. And and you know your audience because, like, I love Halloween. And when you start – yeah, we're in in May here. You know, about two weeks, ten weeks – or, I mean, two months, ten weeks from now, you're going to start seeing the Halloween shit trickle into the stores, you know, late July, August. And it's like I get excited for Halloween. And I remember you guys did something last – uh last halloween that was kind of brilliant and it was such a simple principle but i swear i listened to this thing on a loop was the
0: the spooky i know what you're gonna jet, say
1: spooky uh what was it called the, the, the
0: ghoul log the ghoul log the we took a pug so instead of having a yule log you know where you go at christmas and you have the fireplace and uh, you put on your tv we actually had him shoot a jack-o'-lantern with a candle in it uh-huh. and we had you know sort of the wind blowing and the occasional you know wolf howling in the background yeah. yeah and we ran it and people you could just stream it on your TV i had it streaming on my TV when we were it giving was out so to kids.
1: it was not only atmospheric it was so relaxing cuz i'd be like sitting yeah. there in my apartment and i'd be i'd be like playing overwatch's halloween event or playing a video or something and i would have that on the TV and it really did feel it was it, it was soothing to listen to the wind but it was also you know it's like it's a little spooky in here so yeah, yeah, the gulag was an amazing little thing. You we guys
0: debate. Did. So we're, so we have a you know obviously we can bring it back because we have that one. We're thinking about shooting a new version, and then we're actually thinking about doing a version that has like a Christmas hat for Christmas and bunny ears for Easter you should, you should, people. Oh, you do a Christ- responded do like a so Christmas well one. to it. Yeah,
1: definitely do a Christmas so. one with like a like a yeah Christmas like fireplace spin on it. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't know what you could and, do. Um, something scary.
0: There were even there was even this we had this crazy proposal that would have cost way too much money where it was going to be a series of vignettes it would be like a witch's cauldron and then a witch came in but you didn't actually see her you know you just saw her sort of feet and her body and she came in and would like stir the pot and something would come out but um, we decided to keep it simple because you know the yeah. the Yule log is just logs on a you know it works because it's you know logs in a fireplace that you're watching there's something mesmerizing about it. But, um, yeah, we'll bring the Gulag back for sure. And we might even, you know, we might do a new one, too, as a companion.
1: I'm excited about the Gulag sequel coming. I uh, The Gulag was one of my favorite films of last year. And I'm very excited Gulag, two.
0: Gulag? Cool. I have to start- tell you, so a lot of people start, start uh, you know, get preparing for Halloween in September. So this year, we're programming. We haven't announced our lineup, so I can't tell you what it is. It's going to be amazing. But literally, the first week of September through the end of October... We're going basic, to basically be doing a new movie every week or a series or, you know, something like that with some specials in there. So it's going to be amazing because what we found is, um, you know, people really wanted the to get into the Halloween spirit, you know, before October. They were in yeah. September. So Absolutely. that's why you go into
1: stores. That. You go into stores in August. They're already putting this stuff up. And to me, it's like when, when August is winding, winding down. To me, that's when it starts to feel like Halloween, and September yep. for me is Halloween is on September
0: first. You know, i so we're going we full 1st. Halloween, and we're even going to do some some interesting stuff in August, um, and then halfway to Halloween, which we did, we celebrate April is you know April 30th I believe is the actual day that is halfway to Halloween, but we celebrate the month of April as halfway to Halloween. It's sort of like our Christmas in July. Uh, and people love it because it's you know you've been six months without Halloween and who can go that long without Halloween? Halloween should mm-hmm. be twice a year.
1: Now, so, will will uh, you, know. you give us any hints about the Creep Show show? Is that is that scheduled to maybe be out this year? Is that next year? Do you could you say that? It's definitely
0: going to be this year. We haven't announced, probably mm-hmm. announce it in San Diego Comic Con. Uh, um, we'll so. probably show the first footage. Um, we have announced a couple things. So Stephen King, who as you remember wrote all the original. Uh, vignettes in the first two movies right. uh has let us take one of his stories which happens to be one of my personal favorites called gray matter uh so we're adapting a stephen king short story we're adapting joe hill joe hill is stephen king's son i'm sure you know that joe was mm-hmm. the little kid reading the comic book in the original movies
2: oh, so we I have know
0: that, a yeah and we have a um joe hill story uh, and we also have a story by um, Josh Mallerman, who wrote Bird Box. Remember Bird Box as the movie blew oh, up Oh, we all remember Netflix?
1: Bird Box. We've we been yeah, talking about sure. Bird Box on this show.
0: So Josh Mallerman wrote an amazing short story called House of the Head, which is essentially about a haunted dollhouse, um, which you, you should go find and read. It's a great short story. It's one of my favorites, and we're adapting it as a segment. And here's some more Creepshow DNA for you. The director <laughs> yeah. of that segment is John Harrison, John Harrison was George Romero's assistant director on the original Creep show, and he worked with George on almost all his films. So we have wow. John Harrison uh, uh, involved, and a couple others. There's a, there's there's even some more people involved in the original. So we're very excited So we got Stephen think, King, uh, George Romero.
1: I think George. We have a we have a little bit on the show because you know we're Zombie Research Society, which he was associated with. We have a bit where George Romero looking down from heaven and, and reflecting on what everybody's doing. With yeah, your voice. Yeah. I uh, think I think George Romero up here in heaven. I'm very excited about what you've done with my Creep Show movie. I think it's going to look. Mm-hmm. Good. The show is fantastic. <laughs> You're doing a hell of a job, Craig.
0: Well, I will tell you, Greg, That's- who obviously was Greg Nicotero's great friends with George Romero. Uh, has a, a little George – it's like a George Romero plush in his office, his uh-huh. creep show office, and it sort of looks down on us. And there, when I remember I'm, I'm in the office, I always think, oh, there's George looking down on us. I hope he likes what he sees.
2: <laughs> dude, I'm so jealous, man. I'm jealous, man. Let's Craig, are you ever just like, wow, wow, wow. It's going to be awesome, like, man. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. You know, I, I have yeah, to you tell you what I'm saying. The- you got to say it's awesome, dude. It's got to be hell of an awesome joke. But- <laughs>
0: One of the most interesting and fun things I ever did was at New York Comic Con this past year. Right. We uh, we had a panel where we had uh, Greg Nicotero and Joe Bob Briggs. And then afterwards, I was walking with Greg and he's like, yeah, I want to go look around the floor of Comic Con, you know, because he buys, you know, he's a collector. Um, and I spent about an hour walking around the floor of Comic Con in New York with Greg Nicotero. And he, it was like walking walking around with a rock star. I mean, he was stopped every two feet. he he always had a smile on his face and a a couple kind words for whoever wanted to take his photo um and then all the people would you know at the booth they would come up and they'd be like oh greg you know we've got this you might want to look at this you know he loves buying the artwork so they'd be showing all the artwork and i just thought wow this is pretty amazing i get to walk around the floor of comic-con with greg Nicotero while all his fans come up uh and and talk to him it was really great and you know there's there's walking dead fans but there's fans from his work from you know forever and he's worked with everybody yeah yeah. so he knows you know
2: i had a chance to sit down with greg nicotera me and matt uh the host that's not here uh one time and and, you know we went through him with his definition of a zombie you know what's your favorite kind of zombie and, and believe it or not, whenever he was telling us, you know what he, he said, he's, he had never done it, and, and this was like his dream. And and his definition of a zombie, of a favorite zombie, was the grave digger zombies, like in Thriller. And wanted uh, <laughs> oh, really? actually come out and, of yeah yeah, actual, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, those types yeah, of zombies. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, like, dude, I'm a headstone. Mm- you know, you never see grave diggers anymore, and, and he was like, yeah. I would, I, I want to do a grave digger segment." So maybe we'll get something like that in a creep show episode sometime. Because I, I know that he said that 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 was the one thing that uh, that he's always wanted to do. That he was jealous about the Michael Jackson grave digging zombies, and I think Return Returnal Living Dead had the grave diggers too. Uh, but well, the, is, the is father, Father's Day, was, the Father's, Father's Day, Day
1: zombie was a grave digger zombie. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and he had had one of the greatest scenes in horror history in the first creep show, where Ed Harris has like 50 seconds to get out of the way of being crushed. Yet still, it happens. I that's one of my. I always laugh at that scene because <laughs> he's in that hole, and I I remember watching it, and I every time I watched it, I was like. He's in there a real long time, and I finally count it. It's like fifty-four seconds, and it's it's one of the slowest deaths in movie history. Is Ed Harris getting <laughs> crushed in Creepshow?
0: Well, um, what's amazing about Creepshow too is you forget how many like fantastic actors you know were in there. You know, you've got you know Ed Harris, one of the greatest actors of our time, was in Creepshow. Uh, you know, Leslie and, Nielsen? I mean Leslie Nielsen, Ted Danson, yeah, uh, Adrian yeah. Barbeau was in it. Um, we have, we have Stephen some really King. interesting casting, Stephen King. Sure. Played Jordi so We, uh, we have some interesting casting. We've announced some of it. We've got Tobin Bell from oh, song Got yeah. uh, uh, Junk Harlow Esposito from Breaking Bad, so, um, Adrian Barbeau so, is in it.
2: Yeah. So, all, so, so do you think that they'll ever, or there may be already, I don't know, but, but will they ever do any recreations of say the crate, or or something like that, kind of kind of a, a throw off. No, we're doing you... all original right now. Well, you know, the
0: original. we we can't do the we don't have the rights to do those stories right. or even like do a, a sequel. We could sort of do like a loose sequel to the crate if we, right. I suppose, we wanted to. But then we couldn't really use Fluffy the creature from the crate. You know, we'd have Young, to use something yeah. else. So, um, you know, but uh, I think uh, I have seen. Let's see. There's gonna we've announced there's gonna be six episodes and there's two segments per episode. You know, okay. just like there were sort of segments in the movies. So they're an and hour I, long, each, probably. I guess? Uh, yeah, uh, let me think of the math. They they work out to around what a TV hour, which is around like forty two or forty four minutes. Right. They're they're not set in stones so that we have to, uh, you know. I don't know the, the exact timing, and we don't have to uh, adhere to TV timing. But they're they'd be about the equivalent of an hour long episode of TV. Um, and I've seen probably about half of them right now in some form or fashion, and they're they're awesome. In fact, uh, uh, a couple of them I think are going to be sort of new creep show classics. You know, where people are going to you know ten years from now, twenty years from now, they're going to be like, oh, remember that episode from that whatever Shutter? You know, probably won't exist at that time, but you know that Shutter thing that people used to do with Joe Bob, mm-hmm. or, like creep show, is awesome. Um, and uh, there's also one that um, it actually legitimately like makes me cry at the end. It's like a very touching poignant episode and i'm super excited for people to see it
1: now do you think that this will the the quality of the creep show show will will defeat uh creep show three now we all remember (laughs) creep show three right i don't know
0: there was generally speaking there was a creep
1: show three wasn't there Generally speaking,
0: uh, we all pretend Creepshow three never happened. <laughs> so, as far as I'm concerned, there's Creepshow one and Creepshow
1: two. People consider Tales from the Dark Side the movie to be Creepshow three because one of the like it's it sort of feels like it should be, and because one of the segments that was in Tales from the Dark Side was meant to be in Creepshow two, and it I, got uh, due to budgetary reasons they had to remove it and put they put it in Tales from the Dark Side. So that's kind of Creepshow three to a lot of horror fans.
0: There, yeah, there was. I think it's Tales from the Dark Side. Um, I'd have to look it up because I always get them confused. You know, there's like three or four of the anthology series. You know, uh. that all came around. But um, I think it's Tales from the Dark Side. That is basically they wanted to do a creep show TV series, but they couldn't do creep show. So I'm pretty sure that the the Tales from the Dark Side is kind of the closest thing to a creep show.
1: It's TV absolutely series. like it. it like yeah. I wish it had been called Creep Show Three because it would have been a, people. There would be three great creep show movies because it's it has like legitimately one of my favorite. Uh, anthology stories, the one with the gargoyle that had Radon Chong oh, sure, yeah. in it. Yeah, that's in, that's in Tales from the Dark Side, and that's an amazing one. And yeah, and the one with the cat was actually supposed to be in Creepshow 2, and due to the budget they had to remove it, and then I guess somehow the Tales from the Dark Side people took it. And they did it, so it's it, it's spiritually kind of the third movie in a lot of ways. But
0: uh... Yeah, we, but we pretend the third one didn't exist.
1: Yeah, I don't even know the story, <laughs> I don't, I don't know the story behind that. I know it's like some... It was. It almost felt like a sci-fi original, and somehow some guys got the rights to call it "Creepshow I think 3. I, I can't
0: remember it because we did the research, but it was essentially like people uninvolved with the originals got the rights and sort of, you know, I don't know what their story was. I don't know if they and it's right. got like bad animation to make a great in movie it. and it didn't or something. But yeah,
2: so, so, so um, on the Shutter yeah. website, there's a there's a, a guy looks like he's made of teeth. What, what yeah. is it? that's
0: the Tooth Child from uh, Channel Zero. So Channel Zero. Uh, is a show created by a buddy of mine Nick and Tosca Nick nice. uh, was one of the writers on Hannibal uh, and he also wrote an unused uh, screenplay for the, a new Friday the 13th movie mm-hmm. Nick is great uh, he created the show called channel zero which is it is six episodes per season there's uh, four seasons they originally ran on sci-fi um, and each uh, season is a single story and it's based on creepypasta pasta uh, you know yeah. a, a legend you know, uh, so a famous creepy creepypasta. Um, and so we have the first three seasons on Shutter right now. Um, and it's great. Right. And they're all standalone. So you can watch any season in any order. It's it's a little bit like American Horror Story. And the first um, season is about Candle Cove, which is this super creepy kid show that little kids see. But it's not actually a real show. Uh, it involves scary puppets. And it involves the Tooth Child, which is a small being made up of teeth. Which I found out. Talk again uh, uh, about a small world group. Greg Nicotero. I was talking to him about the Tooth Child, and he said that he had done the initial designs on on the Tooth Child for uh, Channel Zero, um, but I don't think he built the costume if I remember the story correctly. But um, so that's a TV series on Shutter, which is which is fantastic. Season long anthology series by Nick and Tosca.
2: That that character looks. Looks amazing! I, mean, I want to I want it's to rub su- it.
0: <laughs> super cool. Yeah, we actually had it down at uh, we had it down <laughs> at San Diego Comic Con at the Shutter booth last year. People were coming up and taking their pictures with it and stuff.
1: Yeah, really Channel Co. That's our uh, Channel Zero show. That's a it, show yeah, that i It I'm had me locked
0: the, uh, the uh, Oh
1: yeah. Uh, well, oh, I was going to say. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. I was going to uh, say the um, we borrowed that Tooth Child from uh, the show was actually made by um, Universal Cable Productions and we borrowed the Tooth Child from them. And it had to remain locked in its case the entire time, so we were never allowed to open the case. And I always was like, where's it going to get away? But like, what's the, you know, what's the deal with the case?" So, but yeah, we had a, yeah. we had locked in a case, and we had no key to it, which is probably for the best. You know why, Greg? Yeah, you, yeah, you know, you yeah. know
1: why they forced you to keep the case locked. They were scared it might lose a tooth. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, but Matt has told us like like he has told us repeatedly. We've been yelled at by Matt. He saw because Channel Zero was on Sci-Fi right originally. Yep. Yeah, Matt, our friend yep. Matt, who's on the show, he has he's seen it and he's yelled at me and Sean many times about. I can't believe y'all have not watched Channel Zero. What the fuck? He's like screaming. He loves it. So yeah. we need to finally take Channel the initiative. And Zero watch is, Channel Zero
0: is is one of the best horror shows ever made. It's kind of like a a um like a six episode long scary indie horror movie. So it's really right. good everyone should watch
2: it dude this is awesome you, you know we're called zombie cast uh craig but but me and ted we were raised on horror whenever i remember being a kid going to see the howling uh you know uh the final terror uh you know prey all these you know back in the 80s when a lot of these horror movies were on the silver screen in theaters uh you know i just we we're, we're Zombie cast, we're just all horror, really, and and we love talking all this horror stuff, man, so having you on talking about this stuff, but because we do this a lot of times, we'll do, like, you know, know, what was your favorite blah, 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 and, you know, me and Ted could talk three, four hours just on the 80s horror genre of horror in general, man, and Shudder, dude, I'm all about it now, I'm telling you, and... and, Oh, yeah, you gotta check it out. And we are, and, and, you know, and, and I'd put in the email about you know even maybe trading for subs for a segment each week. But regardless, if we was to ever get subs or whatever, man, we're we're going to promote you guys every week and push it. And, and you know what, I'm uh, I, I'm going to be subscribing definitely now, dude. And, and three ninety nine if you sign up for a full year, three ninety nine yeah. a month. You guys drop a dollar, and yeah. it's Apple TV. It's you, TV. You, you know what? I have three kids, Craig, and and you know. Out of all the TVs we got, I'm always on my iPad Pro or my. You know, I just bought a new iMac uh, for my bedroom, so I will have something to watch. But but you guys being, you know, it says iPhone, Apple TV, Android, Roku, Fire TV, Xbox One. You guys are everywhere, man, everywhere. I have a
1: question about that, uh, and this is something I've asked people, and no one gives me an answer. There's no why. I don't care because I have an Xbox. Why is there no PlayStation Four app? Is there a reason? yeah you know
0: it's interesting we talked to playstation 4 they're they're um they're a lot more of a closed system than other places so it's huh. easier for us to to do a deal and get onto to other platforms we are so ready to be on on ps4 um and we were talking to sony about it they've talked to us i think it's you know they handle their channels a little bit differently than than other people huh. so they're not um uh they haven't you know, we haven't been able to, to close a deal with them to get on their service, but we are ready. You know, we we talk to them all the time. The number one question I get asked is, you know, when you're going to have a PS4 app. Yeah. You can, if you subscribe to Verve, which is a bundling service, and they have right. a PS4 app. You can get Shutter that way. I know it's not ideal, but um, we are we are super anxious to be on PS4, and as soon as they. Give us the go ahead, we will be on PS4. Sony, we're, give them the we're, go we're ahead. Dependent on them. Yeah, Sony, yeah. give us the go ahead.
1: Because I, I it's on it's on Xbox, which I you know I am a mainly an Xbox gamer, so I was very excited to see that. But I remember uh, yeah, like um I just something it was something I noticed and I had other people ask about that. And I'm like, I don't know, it's so weird. You'd be it'd be on one major console but not on another. So it was a question I was curious yeah.
2: about.
0: Well, you know yeah. when um Apple did their big announcement, and I think it was last month about, you know, Apple channels, um and they yeah, put up, yeah. you know their partner's shutter was, was, uh, in their presentation. So we're going to be on the part of the new Apple uh, TV service as well. I did see that. I
2: did see that, Craig. Uh, but what I was getting at a while ago, Craig is, is no, you know, and I don't want to say publicly, but, but with, with the G4 TV guys pushing us in the design research society, and I don't want to say publicly, but I showed you our numbers. So if you know, <laughs> if you know any, any of these shows, man, that they need a platform to shout out, Hey man, we're, we're coming out. You know, it's always an open door with you guys to come on on ZombieCast dude. and we would love to promote you guys in any way. You know, if you like, say if you have a new show coming up and you're like, you know what, we, we want to kick it off a good way. You know, send, be sure to send them our way, man, and we will spread them all around. You know, over 200 countries and regions and all the nooks and crannies of the world, man. And uh, we would love to help out in any way possible to uh, or, to, to push this horror if you can, genre, man. Sure, that'd or be if awesome. You can get,
1: if you can get Darcy the mail girl to come on here, so I can explain to her. How dumb her her love for Texas Chainsaw Remake over the original is. I would love for her to come on, and and we would just we just know we can talk about all sorts of things.
0: We can probably get Darcy on, although I mean she she has a good explanation for why she likes it. So different people like different things. Well, I like I like Darcy because you know she comes
1: on, and she's you know she's obviously she's there for show, and she's dressed the way she is, but she's she's doesn't feel like she's playing a character when she's talking. She's just she's very knowledgeable about horror and what she's talking about you know she's, and I, and a, I, she's like, a
0: legit horror fan She'll, yeah. she she knows just as much about horror as any of us
1: she doesn't feel like she's reading a script whereas like no. like some of the previous male girls it was pretty obvious like on monster vision they were just they it seemed like they were just reading right off a piece of paper but she's actually kind of debating joe bob and <laughs> has good logic to why she disagrees or agrees with what he's saying
0: oh yeah and she's all over twitter talking about horror films too and she goes yeah, she, to all the horror conventions she gets yeah. she
1: gets thrown in twitter jail every friday
0: I know. Yeah, she she, over- she
1: and I didn't you know, know you could thing, even do that. I didn't know you could even do that until she started getting thrown in. I didn't know there was a tweet limit.
0: Oh yeah, I got thrown in Twitter jail the uh, first season. I think of the Nation when I was <laughs> tweeting about new episodes. I was like, oh, I got to like tone it down just a little bit. Um, you know, one thing I will say about Shutter is uh, it has a great community of people. So. I love when people talk about horror films and what they like and don't like. And one of the things is, you know, like I, I have my own likes and dislikes, but I love when people like a movie, even if I don't like it, i love that they can find enjoyment in it. You know, and I think one of the things uh, we have this great curator, Sam Zimmerman, also mm-hmm. on Twitter, um, and he handpicked all, right. all the movies on Shutter. And Sam does this amazing job of of finding, you know, like old films that you might remember as you know great, you know, and you'd like to see again, or old films that you heard of but never seen, or new films, you know. And um he also helps us uh when we go, you know, we we go out and we acquire films, you know, we go to film festivals, we talk to filmmakers, you know, so we we release about two uh exclusive movies, you know, every month. And um Sam is an integral part of that process. And you know, we we always send up like even the movies, you know, we just announced we're gonna get um One Cut of the Dead, which is that great uh, Japanese zombie comedy, uh, which they made for $28,000. Yeah, $30 I saw million an article dollars. about
2: that. Yes, In yes. Japan,
0: yeah. So we're going to get one cut of the dead. And, you know, so everybody's super passionate at, at uh, Shudder who works there or who subscribes, which is great because it's sort of like, you know, it's exactly the kind of people like you'd want to be talking to. Um, which, you know, when, if you join us on Friday nights, when we uh, live tweet, uh, Joe Bob, you'll find out, but you know, it's, it's great because there's always something for everyone and everyone has different tastes. And even if you don't like certain movies, I think everyone can appreciate that they're there and other people can appreciate them. So yeah. it's kind of like a big, one big kind of community and family that we've got going.
2: <laughs> yeah. We do. You've always been like the larger than life, Type of guy. Every time you've been on our show, man, you've just been lovable and, and just been like like full of energy and love. And dude, I I think they got the right guy over there, man. I'm happy. Oh, thank you. you. I appreciate happy it. Happy for you, Mister Angler. Yeah, I wanted it's, to say uh, too. Thanks uh, for me. Time.
0: It's 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 got to be like my fifth. grade.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I want to say next time you see Joe Bob, uh, you tell him that Ted told him to watch Halloween three again.
0: You know, I I he was <laughs> in the office the other week and he left, and then two days later. I saw that he did not like Halloween 3, and I will tell you, the next time I see him, I am going to grab him and be like, Joe Bob, or a.k.a. John Bloom, is his real name, John. What? What? Halloween 3. Halloween 3 is a great movie, and if it was not named Halloween 3, it would probably be a classic. But Season of the Witch is one of the greatest movies, and how can you not like it?
1: Yeah, I'm in the camp of like, I love it. I, I do think... Like to, to be contrary, I think the fact that it's called Halloween three has added to the fame in a way because it's kind of made it infamous for being the movie that people attacked just because it didn't
0: have Michael Myers in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I know, think be- now, I think you're right. I think now you're right. You know it's so interesting. We're in this time where people are coming to appreciate the movies because when Halloween three came out, and and I was you know going to theaters when Halloween three came out, I remember being like, this is awesome, but it's not a Halloween movie. Why did they call it Halloween three? And, you know, people people hated that. And then um, the new one that's come around is everybody hated Jennifer's body, and now it, everyone is coming out and saying, well, no, it was ahead of its time. We really appreciate it. So I think it's really fascinating that we're in this time in horror where older movies are being, and, and not even older movies, Jennifer's body is not that old, but they're all being reappreciated. But now I think there's this new movement for everybody to love Halloween 3 again.
1: And I, so I love it. And I, and, and I was a person, like, Halloween 1 is, like, my favorite movie of all time, literally. And I was one of those people that... When I was a, t- a kid and a teenager, I was like, I don't like Halloween three. I hate. it. I never watched it, of course, but I just hated it because that was the narrative, and that's because it didn't have Michael Myers. And I th- I became in love with that movie back, you know, when when AMC had their started showing Fear Fest every Halloween, they would just show Halloween three like every day for a, like three weeks, and I just had it on in the background. And gradually, over like a couple of years, I was like, this movie is amazing.
0: And I don't know why people would It is correct. a fantastic yeah. film if you if you if you could get past the fact that there's no Michael Myers in it. And there it is, has there is technically to do on a, a
1: television Myers. for two
0: seconds. He is television. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well apparently I, I didn't I didn't know this, but John Carpenter's original idea for Halloween was like it was gonna it was essentially anthology movie. You know, yeah. like every movie was gonna be different but set around Halloween. Yeah. Um which I would totally watch. I wish, you know, I wish he was still directing and, and if he came out with a new movie. Uh, every Halloween that was set during Halloween but had nothing to do with the other movies, I would totally watch that. That and would that, be amazing.
1: And it flopped. That's the idea they went with. And back then it flopped because I guess that was kind of before um, what really happened was, you know, we were talking about this last week, Sean. I think with the internet, you know, everything about a movie a year before it comes out, you know, it's coming. But back then, you know, people. No, would just yeah. Went to, they were shocked. Hall- <laughs> yeah, they went to go yeah. see <laughs> Halloween 3 and they walk in the theater and they're like, who's this guy with the mustache? What's the, what are these masks? Where's Michael Myers? They had no, clue, yeah. you know, and, and they're
0: outraged. Would... Do you know also that there is a novelization? Of, there was a YA novelization of Halloween three, which, which blows my mind. <laughs> and the novelization <laughs> like, of Halloween three. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So see, but see know. for me, I like, I like all horror, but the Halloween movies, <laughs> a, I was a, I was a Portuguese <laughs> fan. I, I never can get into I Halloween. I love Jason
1: Voorhees too. Like it, Halloween is like uh, it's so up and down. Like like I love the I love the first three. I love the fourth one. They, I love one through four basically, and then they start to get goofy. And then like they're so bad, they're good. And like the new one was was really good, but I still I like Halloween <laughs> two better than that 2018 remake that kind of overwrote Halloween two. I still like the original Halloween two better in the hospital.
0: Well, what's kind of hilarious is this is the third Halloween two, right? The the one that came out. That's the third number two. I mean, it's crazy, but but I love horror franchises that can be uh, invented and reinvented. You know, I was so bummed not not bummed, um, but we were really looking to Hellraiser, right? Because Hellraiser is this great franchise, but it had never really been done justice after the first movie. You know, I think there's there were some some good ones, but um, and we were like, let us. Do Hellraiser, and we will do a really you know kickass one. And we were we were trying to get the rights to it, and we couldn't. And then just today that they announced that uh, David Goyer is mm. going to be writing um, a new uh, Hellraiser. And so we've looked at a lot of the older franchises. I would love to get some of the older franchises that maybe have um, not been given the due that they deserve, and not really gotten the films that they need, and like reinvent them for Shutter. But it's tough because everybody yeah. is so hot right now everybody is is trying to get everything you know, because. I need to
1: I need to send you something being a big yeah. Halloween fan. This is this is as you said like the third like Halloween literally has like it's like a Marvel film. It's got like yeah. it's got like a multiverse going on where there's like the first movie is the only one that happened and then there's like three branching paths. And yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode has existed in all three and she's been killed in two of them. So she she was there. There was part one, two, four, five, six, seven. Then there or part one, two, four, five, six. Then there's one, two, H2O and Resurrection. And now there's just one in the new one. And J.B. Lee Curtis is in all three playing right, yeah. the same character. It is absolutely baffling.
0: It is it is bonkers, but it also just speaks to like you know that John Carpenter created this amazing character way back then and this amazing premise, which is so simple. Um, and you know what's interesting about Michael Myers is he doesn't even have like the personality of like a Freddy Krueger or a Chucky or even Even Jason
1: has personality. Michael has. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Which is amazing because, you know, you kind of like, he's like this blank slate and you put on him, whatever, you know, your fears are. And, you know, he's running around killing people and stuff. It was amazing. There was also a great, um, this year, I forget who did it. They came out with, uh, it was behind the mask and it was a podcast about the creation of, uh, Halloween, which is fantastic. And even that kind of stuff is, you know, the behind the scenes stuff of, of the movies is amazing. So we got John, by right. the way, speaking of John Carpenter, I don't know if you know this, but he did, there's a, there's a, like an audio logo mm-hmm. that plays in front of our uh, movies. And we got John Carpenter to do it. He actually created a theme called shutter. You can go listen to it on shutter.com. It's about two minutes long, but he created this original piece of music for shutter. And uh, we were sitting there in the office and we said, you know, our audio logo, you know, isn't that great. And I was like, "We got to get John Carpenter to do it. He's the master of horror soundtracks." So we actually have uh, John Carpenter DNA flowing through Shutter. Every time you watch one of our movies, and our and our logo comes up, his music is what plays in the background.
1: Yeah, and he also that did awesome. like Halloween's his main thing. Theme, but I've always liked the
0: Fog soundtrack
1: just as much. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so just just so subtle and eerie. Do
0: do ding, that that great music from the Thing. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably one of my all-time favorite
2: horror movies. Yeah, I think horror is coming back so good. Yeah, you know, we had Art the Clown on a few weeks ago from uh, <laughs> Terrifier. <laughs>
1: that, that is from I mean, and uh, that's my favorite horror movie the last like two years. I, I liked that. I I swear something about Terrifier. I just it clicked with me. I don't know why. I yeah, thought
2: it was so great. But uh, but you know we we, we talked with uh, with uh, I think it's, I believe his name was David, but uh, but Art the Clown about just. Just the the horror and and the rage and the and the fun that he had filming that and and, and you know, I, I think little little pieces like that you know being thrown on Netflix and, and like like now with you guys doing all your original content I think I think horror's gonna explode any second. <laughs>
0: sure, horror is, horror is definitely on an upswing. I mean, it's yeah, a, yeah. like and we it, track everything going on in the horror. We actually have a weekly internal report called the horror report which talks about everything going on in the genre of horror and it's, it's completely red hot right now everybody's making horror movies they're doing you know great at the box office the horror TV series are doing great you know you look at you know things like Stephen King's It comes out and sets this crazy box office record mm-hmm. uh, Jordan <laughs> Peele is doing stuff you know and he's he's doing everything right now we actually have uh, Jordan was um, interviewed we did this um, documentary called Horror Noir which is the history of black <laughs> Horror, uh, which has very you know fascinating history, uh, it takes you through the decades. You know we've got Tony Todd on there talking about Candyman and everything, and it's yeah. really fascinating how uh, Black Horror is having its moment, and it's super interesting. And you know now you have you know Jordan coming out with Us, and he's doing the Twilight Zone, um, and there's all sorts of you know other uh, types of horror that people are now starting to pay attention to. So it's great. It's great to be a horror fan, right? Now. And I think and it's great if, too because. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Even if you don't love horror, it's great to see all these movies, you know, because you're going to like something even if you don't consider yourself a horror fan, horror fan. You probably like Stephen King stuff, so.
1: And I think horror seems to also be something you can do relatively compared to most movies, it's pretty cheap, too, inexpensive. Cuz like Yeah, yeah, depending like, on the concept, sure. So like you look at House of the Devil, it's amazing. I mean, it's literally just a girl walking around a house for 90 minutes and it's a great movie, you know, and 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 I remember hearing something like uh Insidious four came out and it made more money in its opening weekend than the entire franchise had cost to produce
0: oh yeah for sure like all
1: four movies combined if you add their budget up was less than that movie the fourth the fourth movie made its opening weekend so that's nuts and that's got a lot of like monsters and stuff going on in it
0: paranormal (laughs) activity was made i think for like under twenty thousand dollars and it's actually a great Scary, found footage. You know, great conceit. Yeah. You know, it, it, it fits the the style of the movie. <clears throat> it fits its budget.
1: Right. I, think my, I right. think my favorite one of those stories. Then we'll we'll move on. Sean was like the the first Blair Witch, which was you know so cheap. Is that the guys actually sure, yeah. went? They actually like went to a Best Buy, bought the camera, filmed the movie, and then returned the camera to Best Buy. <laughs> So somewhere the Blair Witch camera it's sitting in a warehouse or something. and They don't even it'll, or somebody resold it to somebody who knows. Somebody's got the Blair yeah. Witch camera. Does not well, even know? What well was <laughs> his name?
2: Um, he he's been on our show a couple times. The who? Uh, my mind is blank, Ted, which guy? Uh, the Blair Witch guy.
1: Oh, Eduardo Sanchez.
2: Eduardo, Sh- yeah, Sanchez, and he also done uh, dust dust. He did the the Bigfoot movie from um, dus-
1: the, the we, we, we used to have a girl named Norm on our show who had to leave for a bit coming back, and she grew up with Eduardo Sanchez. Like, her best friend is Eduardo Sanchez's sister.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we, we're we uh, able to get Eduardo Sanchez to come on the show because they, they're childhood friends.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: But but Craig, we don't want to hold you up uh, any longer. We know you have a busy schedule, and, and you know what? I, I absolutely love the hoops I had to jump through to get you on this <laughs> time versus the last few times, man. And and it makes me super proud for you, man. And and, and you know, and, and our longtime listeners definitely know your voice and know who you are. Uh, but you know what? We, we want to put you on that pedestal and congratulate you, man, on the, the success of, of your life and and path that you're on, man, and what you're doing. For the industry, man. We bow and thank you for this, man. Well, thank you for
0: having me on. It's always a pleasure, guys.
2: And uh, can you, last last, uh, last a bit, can you give us a hint
1: as to what uh, Joe Bob is showing this Friday? <laughs> I
0: can't because I can't remember off the top of my head what the <laughs> movies are. But okay. I know it's a movie. I know it's a movie because I just asked Sam Zimmerman, our curator. I said, remind me what's playing. And I went, oh, good. Right. I really wanted to see that one. So it's something good, but I can't remember. It's I about. Can't, I can't remember enough of it to give you a hint. It's, it's about a, a
1: crazy, yeah. a mask maker who makes three distinct Halloween masks <laughs> that melt children's, <laughs> yeah. melt children's heads and turn them into rattlesnakes. I, I believe I believe that's what's being shown this Friday. I look forward to it.
0: I will tell you that it is not in that movie, but I, I wish know, it was. It. In my heart, it's something uh, someday.
2: But, but later on, Craig, like I said maybe we could talk trading off subs for like an official segment. But but anytime, regardless, we're, we're going to have Shutter. Doesn't matter whether, you know, we're like, hey, uh, a sub or whatever. We support you guys fully. If there's ever anything that you've got coming out and you're like, hey, man, you know, let's PM the, the zombie cast guys. And maybe, maybe this could be their movie of the week or, or, or you know, what, maybe maybe they could push this a little bit. Dude, always let us know in any way of how we can help her out and what you guys are doing. So, you know, if you got a new series coming out and, and you know, just, like I said, just shoot me. Shoot the zombie cast a personal message and say, "Hey man, maybe throw a shout out to this this week, man. We have no problem helping you guys out, dude. We are we are one hundred percent, one million percent behind of what you guys are doing, man, and in full support, man, in any way that we can for our industry and our, and our genre."
0: Cool. Well, listen, thank you guys so much for that, and uh, we'll take you up on that. We'll uh, talk, uh, you know, later on.
2: Yeah, man, sounds good. And, and, uh, tell, and send, I'll be, send I'll be Bob, send Joe you. Bob, my love. Tell Joe yeah. Bob I love him. <laughs>
0: I, I will. want him to be Next my son. I'm dead. I might <laughs> uh, Craig, Craig, what? <laughs> I, don't know, but, I don't know if I can go that far. Okay. But I'll send yep. him your so, love.
2: So, Craig Ingler on Twitter uh, and, and Shutter.com. And everybody should go subscribe right now. I mean, it's literally pennies. Pennies. Less than, less than it costs to rent the
0: movie. Less than it costs to rent a movie. Yeah.
1: It's like the cost of going to the, one, like, getting one a money out of, of the red us box is
0: less than it costs Exactly. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. All right, oh, guys. Thank so much, uh, thanks man. for having me, and I right. will
2: uh, talk to you soon. Thank bye you, bye. Mr. Angler. Good night. So good night, uh, Ted. Such a good time, man. You know, and, and, I, and a, I'm so. He's a fun so, guy. He is a fun guy. He's a larger than life guy, and he's always been good to ZombieCast. And like I said, you know, back when Z Nation was around, uh, you know, like the first four seasons, you know, he come on our show to kind of g- give a kickoff celebration party here on zombie cast man. And, and you know, we were always thankful for that. And, uh, and, and it's the bridges that we build, uh, with zombie cash, you know, but, but i tell you what, boy, now I, I literally understand why, why I had to go through, you know, say three agents to, uh, to get Craig on this time. Yeah. Because I talked to him, I talked to him all the time. I wish him Merry Christmas and stuff like that. But he was like, man, you got to talk to my PR guy and, uh, you know, he'll set you up and, and, you know, it was, uh, he's got an entourage now, man. I'm really happy for Engler. Ted, dude, good get, man. You know what? I'm signing up for Shudder right now.
1: That wasn't a get. That was your get. Just
2: he just he happened to just yeah. move on to something to Shudder. I didn't get him. You got him. Ah, uh, we both got him.
1: Yeah, do your do your seven day free trial. Watch some Shudder.
2: Yeah, yeah, I am. And the thing that I like about it is is it's on uh, iOS and Apple TV. Both of those
1: and all the Joe Bob episodes are archived, so you can go back and watch like um. He did a, a Thanksgiving marathon where he watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1. Go, go go watch that. Go watch his Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 episode. Start with that one, and you'll see like why people like the Joe Bob show. He goes on an epic rant at the beginning of that episode, and he shows a great movie. And he showed it on Thanksgiving night. You know, because he was showing like the dinners of death. Like movies that yeah. have... Like, horror movies that have dinner scenes in them. And so he showed that. So go and watch the Texas Chainsaw episode first.
2: Yeah, I'll do that. And And, and it's... I'm pretty stoked about this. Like I said, it was—I I didn't realize what all. Should, you know, didn't Shutter start off on YouTube? Wasn't it like a YouTube channel. Well, there something?
1: was something on YouTube. There was something on YouTube that was similar, but now Shutter has a lot of original movies too. Like I watched one called like the uh, it 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 uh, stains the sands red, which you guys mentioned, and I watched it. And it was, it's it's yeah, like the, a the original the movie Shutter zombie movie. Zombie follows the girl, the girl right? right? Yeah, and it's it's great. It was Shutter made Shutter that. Movie. It's it's exclusive to Shutter. I don't know if they made it, but Mandy, the, the Nicholas Cage movie, which I don't know if you ever saw, is on Shutter as well, exclusively. And they've got the first five Halloweens on there. They've got you know the Hellraisers. They got Texas Chainsaw. They've got they have Starry Eyes is now only on Shutter. Alex Esso's Starry Eyes is yeah, on there. Yeah. So they've got a lot of great stuff.
2: That's awesome, man. That dude, all the Creep Show talk. God,
1: I love Creep Show. I got a Creep Show T-shirt. I've got um, like. Yeah, Creepshow is. If I had to make a list of my five favorite, just movies, not horror yeah. movies, but just movies, Creepshow is in there probably.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, and, and like when we were, which everybody just heard, we were talking to him, but he was like, yeah, yeah, we hear rumors all the time, when we chase them down. Yeah, Romero said it was blasted here on ZombieCast about Scorsese and all that. What if, what if that that got the ball to rolling? Yeah, because that that wasn't rumor. Romero said it himself. Hey, I gave Martin Scorsese. These reels of you know of alternate endings and stuff with Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Zombie Cast kicked it off. That that would be crazy, man. Well, hell yeah, shutter.com, baby. Maybe we get a nod for it. But so you got anything, anything else you want to talk about, Ted? I know you saw Cobra Kai. I oh, I wanted to bring up Cobra Kai.
1: Somebody asked me to talk about it. I love Cobra Kai. I absolutely love that show. I love Karate Kid. And uh, Cobra Kai season two came out last week, and I watched all of it. And it's, it's not quite as good as the original, but still really, really good. It's darker than the original. The first one was like a straight comedy. This one is not. It has funny moments, but it's it gets very dark at the end. And and uh, season three has been confirmed. Um, and the classic villain John Kreese is in this one. He was the Cobra Kai dojo sensei in the original who was such an asshole. He's in this, and yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I'd give it a not. I, I if, if I gave season one a ten out of ten, I'd give season two a nine out of ten. Um, and it ends with a cliffhanger, total cliffhanger leading into season three. And it looks like you're gonna have some more classic characters show up in season three. Not gonna spoil who, but the the last shot of the movie totally sets up like the last shot of season one set up a classic character. The last shot of season two sets up a classic character. So. I, I really, really love Cobra Kai, and it's on YouTube uh, Red, which is a little annoying, which it was on Netflix or something else, but you love Karate Kid. The, the people that wrote these Cobra Kai episodes, they know Karate Kid history because they tie stuff together and they do callbacks and references that are just amazing and make make you giddy if you love the Karate Kid movies.
2: So great, yeah. great job, YouTube. I, I just got a message from the Zum Research Society. It says, great interview, by the way. I cannot wait to promote it tomorrow, promote the heck out of it tomorrow. Awesome job, guys. So thank you for the society uh, for listening in on that. Uh, But I guess we could wrap it up, man, because I want to package this up really, really nice. And, uh, you know, it was uh, for the listeners who was listening on the live feed, uh, you know, we we had Skype is always messing up. And uh, it kind of kicked Engler out and he had to create a new Skype thing. So there was we done maybe a 20 minute show before. Uh, we actually stopped and, and just decided to hit the race button on that episode. But uh, I'm kind of glad we did. We brought it in fresh and uh, like a freight train uh, with Mr. Craig Engler. But uh, let's get to the wrap-up show. Uh, Matt's not here. You can find him everywhere. Uh, Matt McFly. And what is his PS4?
1: Matto. It's just Matt McFly on everything, I think.
2: Matt McFly on everything. Matto, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. Madam Matt McFly everywhere. Be sure to uh, follow him everywhere. And where can people find you, Ted?
1: Ted, just Teddikin on everything.
2: Xbox, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. And you can find me on twitter.com slash freemandaddy5. And my Xbox One Gamer tag is DJ FreemanDaddy. And also, go to Facebook, type in facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy, because I DJ a lot. And I love grooving and mixing and scratching and playing songs and, you know what, hyping the crowd up. Uh, but I love DJing. That's kind of my side moneymaker. Or really, is, is the top moneymaker.
1: I thought your butt was your moneymaker. You, yeah. you shake it. And you shake it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I shake my booty. Uh, but uh, check that out. And uh, once again, everybody go get shutter. Literally, it says annual membership, three ninety nine a month. If you pay up front, it's forty seven eighty eight for the year, and then if you just want to sign up uh, for regular stuff, either way you get the it says uh, try seven days for free, no strings attached. I think it's only four
1: ninety nine uh, if you do monthly. If you don't want to four ninety nine, yeah, yeah. And so they, you- they they have codes all the time. Like Joe Bob Briggs puts out discount codes all the time, where you can get like twenty percent off for a year. I mean, I got some massive. I think I like I literally got like forty percent off for a whole year. Because I just they I contacted their support and they and I was I only did one month. Right. I wanted to watch the Joe Bob marathon during the summer, and this is before they had announced he was coming back with a regular show. And I said I wanted to, to cancel after one month, and they said, "Hey, if you stay for a year, we'll cut forty percent off." And I was like, "All right." So yeah, they're 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 giving Shutter away a lot a lot of, of times. So,
2: so uh, I don't know why I've not been signed up before now. There's so much, you know. Now that especially I got my AirPods too, there's so much time I'm on my iPad watching the Direct TV app or HBO Go, and you know what? Shutter now, man. And there, there's a yeah, yeah there's, there's a
1: there's a real good Shutter app on iOS. You can watch it right there on your iPad.
2: Uh, and and I think every week, you know, if I'm going to sign up for it, that, that that regardless partnership deals or anything, dude, uh, we we we're, we're, we're going to start uh, pushing some Shutter ourselves because even though you have Shutter. And Shudder is a huge network, and it's doing a great thing. I, You know, like I told Craig, ho- hopefully they'll bring some people on, because I'm sure they still need a platform to shout to the world from, you know, the, the horror, you know, the lower horror genre. So uh, hopefully we'll get some guests coming on that Greg will send our way. Uh, but on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Craig Engler and Shudder, Black uh-huh. Summer also with Netflix... Tadiken, Matter McFly, and myself, Freeman ninety five. We could call episode three twenty eight of ZombieCast a total rap. Good night, zombies. Night.